Why am I? Can you? Can you? What like, the fuck? You're like all over me and shit. Get like, the back fuck, fuck out of here! Seconds. Fuck's sake! This is your house, but fucking leave. Heyo, hey everybody, and welcome to another episode of Brotherhood Without Manners, your favorite full spoiler reread podcast of George R. R. Martin's A Song of Ice and Fire series. As always, I'm your host Zach, sitting here with me in this booth at this. Very moment, my brother Nate. Fuck you, Zach. Oh. I was just highlighting the without manners part of our name. He's salty, too. Yeah, you're being an asshole today, in a good way. Saltwater Taffy, he's really salty. If you've joined us before, we're full spoiler. I'm gonna sing things today, I guess. I guess so. We are full spoiler. If you've never joined us, we'd like to talk about the whole of A Song of Ice and Fire congruently. And uh, if you joined us before, thank you. We really appreciate you. Thanks for coming back. You have such a wide variety in your choice of Game of Thrones podcasts, and we are just thrilled that you chose us. Even with all this shit that we Zach does. Also, in, interestingly enough, in the world of A Song of Ice and Fire, got an update from the man himself. George Martin. Uh, we're a little late on this update. We yeah, meant yeah. to mention it a couple episodes ago, but, you know, we'll cover it now where he... And you pointed out that there, I believe it was a Reddit post. So yeah, so he he did announce that he's fallen a little bit behind on the writing. He got a good, uh, he had a good headway in like June, but then slowed down. But he's back on his shit again. And he made this announcement. The way that it's lined up with the timing, um, the last time he made a certain specific quote that he said in this one, comparing John because he said he was uh, spending a lot of time with. Cersei and Tyrion in particular, the Lannisters. Yeah. And previously, he had also said the same thing about Jon. He was yeah, spending yeah. a lot of time with Jon. And that, like, things weren't quite done, but he was almost finished or working on shit. And then, like, six months later, the announced date was... Right. So some people revealed. believe that, because that happened with uh, Dance, right. that that may be... Within the next five or six months, we're getting a release date. Right. So that could be the, cool. Uh, Cross your fingers, you know. We're not giving up hope. So we will also, with this episode, be in our small council announcing our first guest. So Ooh. make sure you stay tuned in the small council. Don't skip it if you usually like to skip it. We got to make you stay this time. If you joined us last episode, we were reading Sansa 2 from Storm of Swords. Sansa, Sansa. And Sansa was... She was living it up, thinking about her dreams of marrying Sir Willis Tyrell over in Highgarden. Yeah, she was getting measured for a gown, and she is just all a flutter about what this gown could be for, and she finds out that Cersei is having it made for her, but she suspects Marjorie and Olena have their hands in it because she's marrying Willis and believes that this gown potentially could just be what Cersei wants her to wear to the wedding, but she plans on taking it to Highgarden little does poor Sansa know, because she ruminates on it, that a couple days previously she had informed Sir Dantos of the plan of the Tyrells to take her to Highgarden, which he was vehemently opposed to. Don't do that. These Tyrells are just Lannisters right. with roses, and they want your claim. Which we will, uh, we will learn from Tyrion Three will be the confirmation that Sir Dantos immediately runs to Littlefinger and tells him everything. Right. And Danto, or Littlefinger then goes to Tywin, and the whole thing's put a stop, 
And that's why she now has this gown being made for her, so that she can be married to Tyrion. Yeah, the gown is for her own wedding. She does go out hawking outside of the castle with Marjorie, where they're acting very sisterly, and Marjorie does not seem worried whatsoever about marrying Joffrey, which leads us to believe that she is also completely aware of the fact that he's going to be dead by his wedding day. Um, That's pretty much it. The seamstress mysteriously appears and disappears, and it's odd, but... That aside, Sansa is just left wondering when the gown will be ready because she cannot wait to wear it. Right. We're reading Sansa's sister today, though. Arya Arya 3. Arya 2. Arya had been grubbing for some vegetables in a dead man's garden when she finally met the first members of the Brotherhood Without Banners. Right. Lem and Guy and uh, Tom Seven Streams. Tom Seven Strings. What was streams. that? What Tom, Tom Seven Strings. Streams. They scooped up Hot Pie, Arya, and Gendry and took them with them to an inn. An inn that was familiar in a Brienne and Jamie chapter where they had stayed and things were tense. Only now, they weren't tense at all. It was cool. It was chill. Sharna the innkeep was like, yo, what up? And fed them, and they were basically told, "You're safe here. Whatever happened right. to you, you're with King's men now." And they found out that they used these were the men that Beric Dondarrion had sent out uh, with, or Ned Stark had sent out with Beric Dondarrion to hunt Sir Gregor. They were what remained, and so they think of themselves as King's men, serving Robert's small folks still. And they, another contingent arrived, right. they, uh, they, which they we actually we learn in this chapter is Greenbeard. And yeah. the, the the company leader, actually, of this band, who leads this whole group, he shows up, and with him is a couple other riders, one of which Arya recognizes Harwin. as Harwin, who used to lead her pony around, Yeah, man. he was the son of the master of horses at Winterfell. She calls out to him desperately, and he does recognize her as Arya Underfoot, and immediately tells Lem to unhand her, takes a knee, and declares her loudly as... Arya Stark, the daughter of the Hand. And we pick up with Arya 3. The rains had come and went. The rivers were running high. And on the morning of the third day, Arya had noticed that the moss was growing on the wrong side of the trees. But going the wrong way. As we know, this is Arya's yeah. fucking compass rose here. Yeah, the moss on things. And Gendry don't give two Yeah, he's fucks. not bought into the moss whatsoever since they started. And he's like, it's pouring. There's going to be fucking moss everywhere. The river bends and loops. Maybe we're following it. Tom and Lem know these woods very well. Perhaps we're taking some secret outlaw way. And Arya's like, Mm-mm. we've been heading south for like two days now. And I don't fucking like it because we need to be heading North Manch. Right. She starts thinking about Hot Pie. And little Hot Pie, little Hot Pie. Yeah, because he the, stayed behind. There's no use arguing with the bull because he's the last friend she has. Right. And she doesn't want to lose that. But... Which I like that she's now started calling him the bull just right. because that was the name he gave to the Brotherhood. I also like how she's finally confirming that they were her friends. Like she's briefly mentioned it, but realizing it herself that she really did like Hot Pie. Yeah. And so they said their goodbyes. He finally. Learned who she was after all this time. And so he's not really sure how to act around her. Yeah. And she's like, hey, my bad for kicking the shit out of you that time. I like, yeah, he tells her, he's like, I'm tired of the rain, the saddle sores, and being scared all the time, man. And Sharna just wants me to bake bread. There's ale and rabbit here. And he tells, like, they need someone here to bake bread. But then he adorably, he also says, 
and it'll be better the next time you come through. You will come through again, won't you, when the war is done? And Arya's like, I don't know if the war ever will be done, but yeah, I'll come through. Which I, uh, we got a couple listeners on YouTube, I believe, who said they were they they really hope that that reunion happens. Right. The show did it, but I feel as, and I'm sure many would agree that in the books it would be much more fulfilling. And I, I agree, I would love to see yeah I mean, Arya come back to this. We end. spent a full book with him in in Clash and of find Kings, out that Hot so... Pie survives the, yeah. the absolute bullshit. Well, because we've also seen that some innocent people just get killed for no reason. As right. a small folk, and so it's very possible. Right. That that's he gets it. I mean, right. And... Hot Pie, absolutely. I could see being a character that guy killed off page but i think he's the one that's baking lady stoneheart's bread every morning <laughs> and yeah it's uh it's actually like a touching goodbye and said yeah she apologizes i'm sorry i beat you that time hot pie was stupid and craven but he'd been with her since king's landing and she'd gotten used to him i mean she still is having trouble admitting that like she's fond of him at this point right but they laugh because he calls her my lady and she punches him in the shoulder and it's like no and then they're like ha 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 uh, I broke your nose, and he's like, yeah, you broke Lem's, too. <laughs> and they share a laugh, and it's adorable. She missed Hot Pie more than she thought she would, but Harwin made up for it some. Yeah, so she got to, she at least gets to chat with, you know, somebody she's known from her childhood, and she, she does. She fills him in on everything, almost. Almost. So. She uh, starts with his father, Holland. Dying by the stables in the Red Keep the day she fled. And he says, my father always knew he would die in a stable. I guess he just never really thought it would be... A lion to do it. A lion to be the one to do it. So I just think it's interesting. This actually made me think of the time that John met Jorah in the show. Where he's like, your father's... He was a good man. Yeah. Or Tyrion, I think, was the one that was like, yeah, Jorah was good, but he's dead. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, oh, fuck. Yeah, and he's Tyrion like, oh, my bad. That. And so it's just one of those things, I think, in in this world to, you know, offer those, hey, like, I knew your father. I found him dead. You yeah, yeah, right, 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 yeah. And so the fact that that's the first thing she says to him at her age to be, like, aware, like, I found your father dead. He's He was dead. He's dead. Yeah, to, yeah. to give that. Yo, dad, he's dead. I mean, it's that closure, regardless, you know, if, if you never know what happened, is right. he still alive? Did he escape and is now living as a beggar? Arya gave him some closure. He is right. dead. I saw him dying at the stables. And so, yeah, it sucks. But she told him of Yorn and much of what had happened since she'd left the, the since she'd left King's Landing, but left out the stable boy she stabbed with needle and the guard whose throat she cut to get out of Harrenhal telling Harwin would almost be like telling her father and some things she could not bear her father knowing. Damn. That, uh, that Northman, do you think that that's going to be something that sticks with her up to faceless men? I think it's important that it does. I don't think that the show was too far removed with her having, I don't want to call it difficulty losing herself, but she's going to be the faceless man that who retains, hides herself who, yeah, so who retains well. It, yeah. And that's so, the hope anyway, because I, I think it's important because we talked about it with John and Rob and Catelyn's chapter, how they are very driven by that Ned Stark mentality. And I we also then said it in Sansa's chapter. And so I think it's very important for these Stark children that do survive to retain that because that's part that that honor as naive as it ends up being as long as they're learning from it and not acting as stupidly as Ned well, right. does. I mean, is it honorable well, to want to hide it? Well, because I well, I mean, I think that's more of the guilt of knowing that she killed people. 
she doesn't think she could bear for her father, who's the, you know, he's the epitome of everything that she looks up right, to, right, right, right. to find out. But I think that that, that goodness of Stark, because that's, the honor is partially good. Just them, you know, having, you're supposed to do the right thing. And so I think that's what makes them the the protagonists and not the anti-villains or anti-heroes, that they will have that, we are good people because we're driven by this Stark. And maybe one of them who doesn't... Do you, so who would you say do you think is more prone to, like, I mean, I guess an evil turn, Bran or Arya? Um, the so revenge-driven killer I, or I the... Feel like Info amassing I demigod. I feel like Bran is, it's easier to slip out because he loses more of himself. Th- I mean, so far as they're both so, so focused in identity, though, that Arya's is the, literally the difference shifting being, to where she forgets herself. Arya's is revenge. Right. And so once she gets the revenge... You're a broken, empty shell of... Well, that, yes, but some people can get that revenge and then it, it makes them realize, like, yeah, they're broken, but... That wasn't what I ever wanted. Now what can I do? Look at the hound. Like, he's a terrible person. That, I mean, that that path, like, if it's... And so I could see that for her, whereas Bran, he's not looking for revenge, necessarily. He's being guided by this force to amass this power that's unimaginable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it's... I, I think that because he can lose himself that way... Because there's so much more. Because Arya intentionally is losing herself to be able to train and do all that. Well, that's the thing. She's walking that, that razor's edge, and I, one slip is very dangerous. I think if if you're right, and she does... But uh, I think you know she's my theory, aware of She's going to blow King's Landing. That's been my theory. If she survives that, there we do not have Arya Stark in the series anymore. We have... This faceless man who just blew up King's Landing. This is not Arya Stark. I could see Arya Stark doing. That. I could. I. I, I could. And but like, yeah, she's going to be changed. That but path, I, I think it's going to be a trained change. She's going to be self-aware enough to retain herself. Where if it's a revenge, Gregor thing, Clegane, Sandra Clegane is literally the epitome of. Revenge gets you fucking nowhere. Right, and I'm not saying that it's going to be good for her that that happens. I think she lo- we that lose would be her that, that could be the the point where she hits her rock bottom and now has to climb out and redeem I, herself. I feel like that's where it's irredeem. That's the line too irredeemable. Because I could see it she being has her, to stop her setting out there. to do it. It has and to be, and then she has the moment where she's like, "No, it has to be, I don't want I mean, to do this." Not to and bring it up, it, but the show, she's said it's got to be that moment in the show of Sandor or someone grabbing no, her and I, saying, "I think that it, if it's going the way you want, where she's blowing the city, she sets the motion into, sets it into motion yeah, where yeah, it's yeah. happening. That's when she goes, oh, fuck, no, I can't. Uh, this isn't right.' I'm and not, dies. No, maybe not dies. die. But I mean, like, no, I mean, but it's dies. too late to stop it. Or dr- dies she can, trying It's the to the candle, it. the the right, fucking right, right. oil yeah, yeah, path yeah, yeah. being yeah. lit. But now she's too far away to stop it from hitting the fucking. Place. I just, I think it's so interesting here, especially that she's already thinking of like, no, I don't want these people that connect me to home to know the things I've had to do. When in actuality, both of these things are understandable and forgivable. She was she right. had At to the do moment, those. She did, yeah. Absolutely. And so no, it's, I, I see that it. I think is a, a potentially slippery slope of her hiding things from people that she doesn't I mean, they're outlaws here. They're 
you know, no one's going to be like, shame on you for killing him. But that's what it is, because he's got that semblance of home. Oh, and absolutely. It's the and, I, and that's what mainly I'm drawing the, the and so I don't point think to, is it's a slippery slope. I don't of, think she's at all scared of, of the hiding it and stuff and it's the who she's talking to because she t- she tells people I killed man well uh, that like, well that's so... what I mean is it and I'm not it's Harwin it's because of home that means it's Sansa it's Jon Snow it's these people she's going to lie to is what I'm saying it's the implications further down I don't think she would lie to Jon about it I think she would tell him. I think at this point he, she, she would not Ned because she looks to John and says, oh, no, we know he's fucking Ned. I was going to say, you <laughs> no, fucking. we are aware of that. To her, she it's will John. See, she it's will best see for, that instantly. She will tell John anything. I, I think she even will now. Hear. Here she would. Here in this no, exact I don't, moment. After training at the end of face, da- at the no. end of, I don't, Well, mm. no, I don't think she's going to tell him everything. I think she would tell him she's trained, she's seen things, give him information. She's not going to. I don't think it's. She's using sex as a weapon. Patreon, like, and you know, it's like, it's just that stuff. Like, how far she's gone, she can't tell Harwin. Well, she doesn't need to tell John that kind of stuff. I'm, I'm like just a... saying the initial, the hiding of it, the the needing to falsify information to not let them know how far you've fallen is a I think slippery it's a slope. It's showing her skills that she's capable I of hope retaining she information I that hope doesn't. She need is to be... capable of being Arya Stark and. I mean, maybe that's the, the problem. Is I'm just too. Optimistic I, I, I is don't what I want feel. To or right, do not like lose that's herself. what I'm scared of. But is, I just don't, I don't want it to happen. The way that that things that are the way they're going, I don't see her completely losing herself because she's having such a hard time forgetting herself. Even if it seems like she's not, there's always that fucking Arya Stark of Winterfell in there, and that's what Martin's trying to highlight. And so I don't think she's going to ever completely lose herself. She might break, well, she might I hit mean, a rock bottom. But. Identity is just such a huge theme in hers that I could see that by the end, it's completely changed, and she's not sure who absolutely. she started. Yeah, and yeah. so I just think this is a potential red flag of like, hey, this is where Arya started, like, stuffing it I down. Mean, just because yeah, obviously she's not going to be who she was when she started. Right, 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 right. Character growth, but I'm, but like, yeah, is she going to be Arya Stark of Winterfell? By the end of a dream, of I think she's apt to be, or will she die? Ar- I Arya think she Stark. will be the Arya Stark that she told her father. I'm not. That's not me. Right. I could deal with that's Arya Stark, she... the faceless assassin, the the you know right. renegade. I killer. think Arya will be exactly who Arya. I just who we would expect her to be at that point. I don't think she's going to go off. And in I mean, some basically, one of the biggest influences I think in that gets mentioned next because she thinks neither did she speak of Jacques and Hagar and his three promised right. names. And that again, that that which I don't think is as outrageous. She didn't even tell Gendry. No, 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 no. I don't. Or... I don't necessarily think it's outrageous that one, but it. I just think it shows that she's capable of maintaining some secrets that need Still, to the iron coin was tucked into her belt, and some nights she'd take it out remembering how his face changed when he dragged his hand down it. And Valar Magulis, she would whisper before beginning her nightly prayer. Yeah, saying her list of names. Yes. And then Harwin goes on to tell her about his story, about how Ned sent them out to to stop the... Of the, the 20 that of the winter, 20 that went. Winterfell. Uh, only six. Six remain Ugh. here. But it was all a trap by Tywin. He had sent out Gregor to lure Ned Stark himself out. But because Jamie wasn't privy, can I point out the Edmure Tully comparison here? Jamie wasn't privy to the plan that Jamie attacked Ned Stark. 
as Arya points out, the time when Jory was killed. Rob Stark. But made that's the same, not the worst of it. But that's Ned Stark broke his leg. Ned Stark broke. Thank his you, leg. listeners who emailed and used our joke. We love it. We always because it, it is clearly not the worst of it. But yes, so Jamie did not know about the plan that Tywin made the same mistake Rob did. Uh, right, and so the plan was not for whether uh, Tywin Tywin's could have been a little more time sensitive though with Jamie. Right. He did so. Ned had thought that he would be going out himself to stop Gregor Clegane if he didn't have a fucked leg. And so that's the plan that was completely jacked. Tywin had set up a trap where as soon as Ned got out there, he would have been caught by the mountain and his men. They would have fucking ran all over Ned Stark. Right. If Thoros of Mir wasn't there, could you imagine Ned Stark instead of fucking Beric Dondarrion as the Lightning Lord? Right. Like being resurrected. Well, that's what he even says. Your father would have been killed or taken captive and traded for the imp. Right. And so he goes on to say, that's not the worst of it, of course. So your father couldn't go west. His leg was broken. And so he sent Lord Beric and 20 of his own men, me among them. And there were others, too, Thoros of Mir and Sir Raymond Derry and their men, Sir Gladden Wild and a lord named Lothar Mallory. But Gregor was waiting for us. He had men concealed on both sides of the Mummer's Ford, and when we crossed, he fell upon us front and rear. I saw the mountain slay Ryman Derry with a single blow that near cleaved the horse's head off under him. Gladden Wild died as well, and Lord Mallory was ridden down and drowned. I thought myself doomed, but Alan managed to restore order to our ranks, and those remaining rallied around Thoros, and we cut our way free. Six score we had been that morning, and by dark no more than two score remained. And Lord Beric was gravely wounded, having taken a, taken a lance through the chest by the mountain. We were all certain he'd die, but Thoros removed the lance, poured boiling wine in the hole, in the hole. that remained, and then prayed with him all night by the fire. Come dawn, he was still alive, stronger than he had been, though it was still a while, until he was able to mount up. His courage kept us strong, and after that, all there was to do was to harry the rear of Tywin's host. Thinking that we'd join up with King Robert's march to crush Tywin's rebellion, then we heard that Robert was dead, Lord Eddard as well, and Cersei's whelp had ascended the Iron Throne. Yeah, so we got a lot there to break. That is a... A lot. So, so, first, before we get into that, I wanted to, again, briefly discuss the the fact that Jamie did not get completely reamed by Tywin. Granted, he didn't really get a chance. For fucking his entire plan. Could you imagine how quickly this all would have been done if Tywin had captured Ned Stark right off the bat? Before they all went and got sent out. So, I just think it's interesting that we sit here and bash the shit out of Edmure Tully, who did that to Rob. Because he wasn't given the correct information, but Jamie doesn't catch any grief for that. Well, he's not Tyrion. True. Um, anyways. <laughs> so, Beric Dondarrion had a literal... What whole... the fuck ritual? How? How did, is that all? Like, we saw that Miri Mazdur did all sorts of fucking, let's kill slaughter babies and kill fucking cows and shit. Is it because there were so many dead people around and those were the lives that were sacrificed is it just because of the prayers and the magic and the the fucking lord of light has chosen these these people for these reasons what the fuck ha- was it just really good fucking wine 
Like, <laughs> what's happening here, dude? I. That's the question. Is what Miriam Asdor was doing in Essos can, at all related? Is it fire magic? Who the fuck knows? Is this fire magic? Is this Rolor? As, you know, Thoros is supposedly a servant of the Lord of Light. That's the prayers he's saying next to the fire. They are next to a fire. Is he channeling the Lord of Light? That seems to be the option, and we've seen the Lord of Light, or at least a follower of his, actively doing something with Melisandre's vagina baby. And so that seems to be the thing. But my my questioning here is if it has absolutely fuck all to do with Beric Dondarrion, and it's about Lady Stoneheart, and it's about... Right, that that's the, the path kiss of to life. Get, yeah, right. he, he was he's only needed to get to that point. Like, and that's like, like again, is that because is that goes back to the root question? So, what? How the fuck is it? Is it the well, Lord of Light saying the, I need Lady Stoneheart? Right, then it becomes what is Stoneheart so important, right. and to what degree for what? It's I mean we won't know until right. this is when. the, the, this the is question of all questions. What God or what force is active here? But Beric Dondarrion took a wound that I would argue would be tough to fucking fix in our time with right. a, a literal gaping hole in his chest from a lance, which is pretty, not a small yeah, fucking, uh, I'm pretty sure that like doctors in our time would be challenged with a, right. with a medical condition like that. So the fact that he is awake at dawn and stronger than he'd been. He's that. I mean, he's not up and doing jumping jacks, but, but the guy is stronger than he's been. Fucking there, breathing. Yeah. So the half of the brotherhood. Um, where did I uh, lost my spot in the notes here? Just because we had gone off on a tangent there. Oh, some of them had wanted to yield. Right. Uh, they were like, um, so clearly we got fucked. Let's go and because now Joffrey's king. Oh Tywin's yeah, yeah. Insane. It turned everything on its head when. And Barrick and Barrick stands in and he's like, nah, like we yeah, were sent yeah. out for a mission. We are not the the king needs somebody to like f- fight for his people. These these small folk aren't safe anymore. Yeah, they uh, we get the best line. We were sent out to deal with outlaws, but now we were the outlaws, and Tywin was hand of the king. So, right, the man that they were out to to stop and hunt, basically. Well, the man that was issuing the orders and he says but something odd happened for every man that we lost two more would join us yeah. and not just you know men it was knights squires common folk women children even fucking dogs even dogs even dogs is this harwin suggesting that they've already captured sir gregor i or was wondering Sandor? That. like does is that what this means does that mean that like the church because he like, says it with a fucking like yeah <laughs> like one of our one of our lads keeps and so either I, and I can't meanest. recall either like some kid has fang with him like a really mean looking dog but he's just a big sweetie and I don't recall any of the the, the meanest dogs the ever brother yeah. without banners having a and dog so that's but the thing is, is I thought that the hound shows up later on that's and meets up with the brotherhood he's not already but doing I thought that. it was basically Arya gets to meet Lord Beric. Ah, see, I, Arya's thing through the Riverlands really fucks with me because they still got to meet the Ghost of High Heart. Right. So, yeah, I, I, I'm not sure what this was. It just felt more than just like, I agree a jest. that there's something there. But, uh, um, listeners, obviously, if you know, please. Arya recalls Nymeria because yeah. she's like, yeah, I wouldn't mind a nice big and mean thinks, dog. can a dire wolf kill a lion? Yeah. 
Why are you throwing your nose? You had yours like right here when you were reading your quote. So get off get my Get out back. of my fucking face, Nathan. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, could a dire wolf kill a lion? Yes. Yeah? I think so. Me too. I, I mean, I think it'd be a very good fight because lions aren't little fucking bitch animals. But, yeah, they're not magically powered Twas up. the stag killed the dire wolf. Anyway, it rained that afternoon. But the Brotherhood did not have to sleep in the little holes and hovels that Arya and her friends had been sneaking off in. They had secret fans in Yo, all sorts of places. This is cool. So they enter this little abandoned village that what appeared to be abandoned. And who is it? Um, Jack, Jack B. Lucky. Lucky pulls out a little horn. And he just does a couple little toot toot little ditty on the horn. And all of a sudden people just come swarming the fuck out. They're just out of basements and, like, secret hot rooms and, like, I think some drop from the trees and all sorts of weird yeah, shit. they all had, like, various pieces of stuff to eat, and so they ate pretty damn near a feast that night. And during dinner, Lem is told of Jamie's escape from River Run. Yeah, because somebody had come looking for them. Somebody, and again, now getting take note, not that Lady Catelyn had freed him. Right. But that he had escaped. And Lem doesn't believe it at first, but, yeah, no, it's pretty much confirmed. The hair on the back of Arya's neck stands up as she listens. This is where I noticed here, Jamie's not on her list. I went back and looked. Yeah. He's the one who, you know, that's not the worst of it, broke her father's leg. But he doesn't get added to her list. Like He, he broke her father's leg and technically uh, killed Jory, too. Right. But, like, he's a fucking um, Lannister fuck. She hasn't really encountered but him. But this reaction, the hair going up on the... Is I a very it, interesting... Like, for someone she's not interested in, you I know? think it's the fact that he hasn't... I mean, he has, obviously, without her realizing. But, like, all the people on her list she's had direct encounters, encounters with. Yeah, with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His encounters that have slighted her haven't been directly to her. I get her. that, but um, it's And I a... think the chill comes from she's not stupid. She's aware that he's the fucking Kingslayer. Like, he can kick... The, he's a huge major player right, if right. he rejoins the and, Lannisters. And he's nearby. He escaped and from that, River Run. And then like, to hear that he escaped. And one person, uh, Jack again, but he's like, yo, I've been in those dungeons. There's no way he escaped. Ah, and that's the... Ha, ha, wink, wink. Let's, let's get in there and, and focus on that a little bit there, everybody. But yeah. nope, they just... Well, whether it's true or not, it fucking sucks. Greenbeard, a.k.a. Pello of Tyrosh, says that the wolves will drown in blood if the Kingslayer is loose again. Thoros must be told the Lord of Light will show him Lannister in the flames. And so a village woman asks, Would Lord Beric really hang someone as handsome as Jaime? And Angai the Archer is like, He'd give him a trial first, all jesting and... He always does before he hangs them. <coughs> Excuse me. And then Tom, little Tom Seven Streams, pulls out his harp and plays a song. Does a ditty. He plays the song about the brothers of the the Kingswood. Yeah. Which is funny just because, and it's clearly because of what they're talking right, about. Right, that's where Jamie earned his knighthood. Yeah, that's where he helped stop the, with, I think, Arthur Dane and, and uh, uh, Gerald, Gerald Hightower. Hightower yep. And they stopped the, the Kingswood Brotherhood or whatever they were I called. I think Barry the Bold was there as well, and, yeah. And yeah, they stopped them and he gets knighted, so. In a corner, nestled between Gendry and Harwin, I love this little image, Arya slowly... And it reminded me of when you're a kid at, like, you know, a Christmas party with family or something, and, like, it's getting late, you're full, 
Like, and you're just, like, kind of curled up on the couch, and you're listening, but it all just behind it becomes dull noise, and slowly yeah, you know, you're drifting. You're just, yep. And she falls asleep. Yes, she does. And she dreams of Winterfell. Winterfell. Herself standing alone outside the castle in mud up to her knees. And as she's trying to get closer, it's all mucky. And uh, Most people have had a dream similar to that, where you're sluggish and slow, can't move as quick as you want. I've never had that dream. As she approaches, you're weird. The castle fades to smoke, and there were wolves stalking her through the woods around. So and when she looked at them, she remembered the taste of blood. This is the transition from dream to warging, right? Is that what, That's what I saw this as. A part of me, Part of me felt like this was like a, a green dream, similar to to uh, Jojen's, where he saw the, the ocean overcoming Winterfell. She's seeing what happened after the recession of the water. The water receded. It's all muddy and murky. Like, the, the castle's, castle's white. Smoky. It's done now. Yeah, it fades. And then it fades away as she's becoming part of Nymeria. Yeah, I, because she's in the I, that's river what Rams. I was – I was basically, I settled on that or it was a nightmare. And I don't even know if it goes – it necessarily goes into warging where she just sees the wolves and it immediately is like, oh, like, yeah, I remember now that that's something I've done – but I think it's – it could be – I like that it's a green dream and she's seeing the remnants of her home, yeah, yeah. the state of it currently, and then kind of going into Nymeria because but that's pretty anyway, much it. Like yes, it, the it, next it, morning, Arya learns because uh, it's pretty quick. She wakes up and she's yeah. talking and finds the out. The rain's that, cleared and, yeah, she fucking rains up very suddenly shouting that we're going south and starts telling them where – how to get to River Run, and Greenbeard says, as it happens, little lady, we know exactly how to get to River Run. And Lem says, we're not going to River Run. Oopsie. And she thinks I was almost there and recalls her dream last night. Uh, and that's what I think it is, is that it's just a nightmare. That's her fear is, you know, she she's almost there. She's almost home sure. to her mother, but something's going to impede her. And Tom tells her, don't, don't worry, no harm will come to you, but... Arya knows Greenbeard has the lead here, so she turns to him, and she's like, take me to River Run, and you'll be rewarded. And he says, "Yeah, a man who serves isn't like to take a golden squirrel for himself. He's going to take it to his lord. I'm not a squirrel. <laughs> you are. And the Lightning Lord will decide what's to be done with you. And they tell her, he'll do right by you. He'll probably just send you right along to your mother as you wish anyway. And Arya recalls all that she had heard of Beric, of him being killed by Fargo Hote and Amory Lorch, and twice by the mountain, this lightning lord who is so quick that he struck. If he won't send me home, maybe I'll kill him too. <laughs> Knowing what Beric does and everything, yeah. like reviving Stoneheart, that's just such a... It's a crazy thing. So she, he, she says, why do I have to go see yeah. him? I don't want to see him. And they say, well, that's what we do with all of our High Lord captives. And that word captives triggers her, Oh, man. yeah, it does. That PTSD um, kicks in hard. And Arya took a breath to still her soul. So she's, I mean, the epitome of taking to heart the lessons from Sirio Pharrell. Because she also will then think of her little mantras for... Uh, Calm, well, she thinks here, calm is still water. Like, and quick as a snake. And then, yeah, she... Looks around, turns her horse's head, and thinks, now, quick as a snake, and digs her heels in, and she bolts. Yeah. Fucking out. I 
Arya takes a quick breath to still her soul is one of, I think, the most poignant things I've ever fucking read. Right. Like, in in this context, the word captives is a trigger for her. Yeah. And, and that's not, not to say that it's, you know, her fault, but that's, I think, one of my biggest concerns about her is the I will, I will never again be a victim can be a very right. quick I, slope to sure. becoming... Uh, an aggressor uh, right. uh, uh, and someone who lashes out doing the same thing. So now I think that that taking a quick breath to still her soul is also going to is, is benefit to my argument earlier that 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 right there is where she she's going she to be. She takes that moment she, to compose she herself. She steals herself. Yeah, yeah, she yeah. has this diamond Cereal soul in, in her that just she can always I, at some I point focus I hope so, on. man. Yeah, and I mean, I, like, it could I, very I well love shatter it Yeah, I love Arya, and I want her to hold on to all this, and it scares me with because literally she's joining an order that you have to forget your right. identity. And, and that's it. So it's really how does she handle it? How do you point? deal with that? Yeah, Four of them followed her. She she first she barges right towards Gendry. And he's like, he's oh, like yeah. oh shit. Yeah. I like that he doesn't follow. Nope. He's sticking with them at this point similar to Hopai uh, and what he was saying when she made him leave Harrenhal. Like I'm I, find, I found some people that are like halfway cool for me. Yeah. And so Angai... Harwin, Greenbeard, and Lem took off after her. Lem was lagging a bit. Um, she's just charging through the woods here. And it's a, a, a chase scene on fucking horses. Yeah, so- she's convinced that she can lose them. And after a glance, she sees that only Harwin and Angai are keeping pace. Uh, Greenbeard's fallen behind a little bit, and Lem's just kind of gone. Yep. And she crosses through a stream, goes up, up and, and down, down a bunch yeah. of hills and hollows, and then finds a game trail. Well, she's pissed because she's like, this is one of the fastest horses. And I can't get open space. I need open fields for his speed. So she finds a game trail, like, fuck it. And just goes. And, and yeah. that's dangerous because of how the game trails are so wild and not cut. Right. Thorn scratched at her face like the cats she chased in King's Landing. And uh, she's out suddenly. Level fields before her, and she looks back, and Harwin is but six meters behind her. And she's like, "No, no, no not him. Anyone but him." And her, she's breathing hard. Their horses are all fucking panting and and slathered as he rides up and grabs her bridle. You ride like a Northman, my lady. Lady Liana was the same, but my father was the master of horse. Remember? And Arya looks at him that with a face full of hurt and says you were my father's man and he tells her lord eddard's dead my lady and he tells her angai tom lem these are my brothers now lord barrick my lord and she uh he said and she thinks and he's like do you understand and she goes yeah i understand that you're not rob's man like right and i like all this with how because we've learned this this brotherly acceptance with John's chapters, accepting his brothers right, of the right, Night's right, right, Watch, right. replacing Rob specifically right. uh, with other men and people that are able to be there for and that he can be there for. And she tells him, like, Rob, he's a king. He has armies. Right. He doesn't need me. The small folk have nobody. We fight for them. Right. And, it, and it's that, you know... They bonded through ordeal. They were right. they were in the trenches together. Like they all rallied and escaped as this group rallied around Beric Dondarrion, who whose strength in this revival gave them all courage to fucking realize everything we served doesn't rule anymore. And so we need to help these small people. And that's something Arya obviously can never understand. She's 
never been a soldier in a war. She's never been in the trenches with other men having a trap sprung like that for your lord. Like, right. And, you know, getting that Seeing your men discombobulated. that you, for the last few days, right. have been bonding with on the road on the way here right. to just get massacred. And so, yeah, she thinks, I was a wolf, but now I'm just some stupid little lady again. And he asks, will you ride peaceful, my lady, or do I need to throw you over the back of my horse? I'll go peacefully for now. <laughs> I love it. I but she it. thinks the for now. Yeah, she doesn't course. say the for now out loud. For but... now. <laughs> and that so is the end scenes. of Arya 3. Um, fuck, great chapter. Dude, it's... It's sad, because like, it, it, just like we said with Sansa, like these poor girls can't catch a break. Every they, turn. Th- right, like, everything. No, yeah. like, They're not at fault for any of this. Right. And so the guilt they carry, the shame... The, the worries, the, the concerns. Any of the outbursts or the rage, yeah, yeah, the, the, the killing even. like Well, that's what I mean them. is, like, that's why it, like, it was like, no, 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 baby, what is you doing? Harwin will be, like, my girl. Like, you got you're, Yeah, yeah you're you a Northman. Like, like, you, you did you, it. Yeah. Like, you did what you, you had to do. You have Lady Liana's ferocity. Right, you're going to live. You're going to scratch, bite, and tear and your way. like, if she... She's a scared, you know, right, nine right, year old girl. Right. But if she could see if she could see that, you know, and that's asking a fucking lot of a nine year old girl, see the, you know, Winterfell's fuck fucked. She doesn't know that yet. Yeah. Winterfell's fucked. Yeah, Arya's the most disconnected like, out of if everyone. If you find that out and realize there's not really a Winterfell to go to right now. I know you want to go home. These guys really are some of your best options right, right now. And Right, I mean, if she goes, they to, were serving she, your dad before, right. like, and Therefore, they're still the upholding people. that Honor, idea. Justice. Yeah, if she goes with Catelyn right now, you die at the red wedding too. I mean, there's the chance she might get taken hostage and married off to one of the hostages' right, 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 son. But Doubtful. Yeah, like what? Not what with Frey's rage right. there. Yeah, I think Frey would have just been too hot to. Right, Kill. so she likely just dies there. Yeah. So I mean, right, that's the trajectory her story needs to take, but it's just such a rough go of it. Yeah. But let's I, get some inductees yeah, going let's for get this to chapter. Small council, and, and we'll fucking... Yeah. Whew. All right, guys, after that rough chapter with Arya, it's time to settle in, call some inductees... Saddle in. Have this, uh, what did I say? Is that what I said? Yeah, I no, you said time. settle in. Oh, settle in, settle in. Yeah. Right. Cool. Um, so do you have your own inductee for this very, uh, this chapter? Yeah, mine is going to Barrett John Darien. Sweet. Because his courage kept them alive and going and, well, not alive, but going gave them hope. And I mean, dude. Dude has survived, like, four deaths now. And the first one was a fucking lance through the chest, which, like, I just picture a hole that Thoros just fills with boiling wine to where, like, like, it's just bubbling in his fucking chest. Like when Goku blows out a hole through, like, Boo or one of those other... Sure, our nerd is showing, but absolutely some anime. Any anime where they blow a hole through Yeah, right, like, just brutal shit. So, yeah, Beric Tondarian and... Because of the trajectory that has set him on now, where we know where he ends up at the end of this book, which is finally at rest. But, well, maybe, depending on what happens when you breathe life into someone and give it to them. So, Beric Dondarian, because he's only got the book left, and boy, he's got a fucking rough go of it <laughs> to go yet. So, yeah. 
and the story of just the collective, what they did, the trap that they ran into, the fact that he survived and is still rallying these men right. is no small feat. Surviving a fucking trap at the Mummers Ford by Sir Gregor and damn, you. Uh, I was having a lot of trouble picking on a specific one, but I think I'm going to go with the horse that Arya stole from Roose Bolton. A fast one. Because, like, motherfucker just put them through their paces. She was going up and down hills and, like, barreling down these gaming trails. Arya's and, like, a killer rider, dude. Yo, yeah, she she's was... fucking awesome. Let's. I want to see her and Danny go on, like, a, a badass horse ride because she could be on her silver. and. Yo, Arya's going to be, like... Standing on her horse and jumping like the Dothraki did in the show. Yeah, dude, that'd be <laughs> fucking cool. So yeah, I'm gonna give it to that horse who uh, that's a good I one. believe goes on. We need quick the horses. Moment, but yeah, yeah, definitely need some horses. All so. right, well, those are our inductees. We of course got some from our wonderful listeners, starting with one from Karen. Karen says about Arya, bye, hot pie. No longer with Arya, but always in my heart. But Ned broke his leg. <gasps> I remember," said Arya. He killed Jory. Jory had always smiled at me when he wasn't telling her to get from underfoot. He killed Jory, Harwin agreed, and your father's leg was broken. She had a lion, a direwolf once, Nymeria. Could a direwolf kill a lion? Ooh. Inductee Jory for always smiling at Arya and being loyal to Ned. Yeah, R.I.P. Jory. R.I.P. Bye bye. Buddy. I miss Jory. Yeah, Jory's still. good shit, man. He was so cool. Thank you, Karen. Thanks. We will always take Jory posthumously if yeah. we can, even. So thank you for that inductee. Okay, so next we have our favorite French fry, Julian. He says, Hello, brothers of the Kingswood. Ooh, that's some contender. Ah, that was moving. Ha, Pi and Arya going separate ways. He killed Jory, Harwin agreed. But worse, your father's leg was broken. I know you did the joke already. Still worth it. So now, here's where I'm going to first pause your email. Uh Uh-oh. How the fuck, when you sent this email, like, two weeks ago, did you know that we already recorded it when we're just now recording this? He's fucking reading the future, man. Or we're predictable. I guess we could be very predictable. (laughs) I was a wolf, she thought, but now I'm just a stupid little lady again. Better than a mouse still, right? I don't know. She was pretty fucking devastating when she was a mouse, because that's when she was just whispering little names. She's a golden squirrel right now. I think it just goes to show how how quickly she's changing personalities, switching between these roles. Uh, Pretty great of that chapter to give us a real history lesson on what did Beric and these men face at first and become then. In the TV series, that wasn't clear at all. Here Mm. it is, and it was pretty cool, too. Inductee, Thoros. Prayers do save a life, it seems. Have a good one there, Valar Miraris. Thank you, Julian. Great inductee, as always. Prayers do save a life, it seems. Man, I'm so excited to, to find out what the fuck happened, or what's happening with that shit, and especially with Thoros, because... Poor dude knows that he was just a fucking drunk that liked to get away with being a priest. Right. That's all. He knew he was horse shit. Not anymore. And, well, thank you, Julian. We also got one from the Dreadfort, from Corey. He says, hey, guys. And just like that, Arya is now a captive. I hope she enjoyed her freedom while it lasted. I always enjoy it when she's compared to Liana. Even when Tywin plans, Tywin's plans don't go accordingly, he still gets the job done. Eddard Stark is dead, and Tyrion is free. Rob should take a few notes from this guy. Seems like he did not tell an Admir. His name wasn't mentioned, but my inductee is Sirio Forel. 
His lessons are so deeply rooted in her mind, it's almost like muscle memory. Quick as a snake. Farewell, Hot Pie. You will be missed. I hope you enjoy making tasty bread and treats for all your future customers. Corey from the Dreadfort. Thank you. Cereo Pharrell is always a great inductee, Dude, yeah. too. Another one that, like, I'm... I Cereo wanna... Pharrell is cold hands. Oh, it's yes. a good one. <laughs> Fuck. Why didn't I think of that one? Uh, yeah, no, I... Obviously, I love the... And that's... I. Think Sirio's intent is with the the little monikers yeah, is absolutely. instill them like muscle memory. Quiet as a shadow, quick as a snake. Is you just need to react. You need to be. You need to do. And it's dope. And I love Sirio. Great inductee. Just so. Thank you. So we have an announcement. So before we get to that, we oh. do also want to give a shout out to our friend Sid for oh, making right. a donation. We appreciate it so yeah, yeah, much. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we Thank do. Thank you. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. Thank we you. Do. Uh, I also want to give a shout out to all the. Lovely people over on YouTube, the Stephanie and uh, Haven and everybody. everybody. Uh, you guys are great. We appreciate everyone listening and liking and commenting and messaging and all that good stuff. We hope you're still staying safe and healthy. But right. as we teased at the beginning, after we as, as we've been teasing for a while now, we are finally recording our first guest episode, which will be Tyrion three, uh. and that episode will be featuring. 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 I was just. Uh, We're not going to Fiji. We're uh, featuring our first guest, which will be one of the hosts of Planetos Podcast, Micah Clark. Hey! I should probably pull up Micah's YouTube. I'll put the his uh, handle in in the show notes. Yeah, Give him a follow. Check them out. We are insanely excited to be recording this chapter right. with Micah. Um, Planetos it's... Podcast is. One that we listen to. Yeah, they're very good. And uh, listen go to listen before to we. Brett and Travis and Mike over there uh, is the reason. And so, yeah, we're thrilled. Uh, episodes, and but... actually, it was really hard for me this entire chapter to not bring up. Uh, Micah has a great theory about Stoneheart right. and everything right. out. And so that's hard to not bring up talking about Beric Dondarrion and Stoneheart right now. But we wanted to save it for the end. We are. Dude, turn the volume ah! up on your phone, you terrible person. I'm so sorry about that. What I was trying fuck? to pull up. Uh, Micah's handle so we could actually yeah, be kind hosts. Yeah, you can reach Micah at Micah underscore of Clark on Twitter. And uh, you can check out the guys check out there all their stuff podcast. over there. And his theory is pinned there too, so give that a yes, read. It's, it's so, so good. good. Uh, yeah, so we're excited to have him as a guest. We're going to be talking about, again, Tyrion 3, which is a hugely monumental yeah, chapter. Yeah, so we're going to have a lot of fun with that one. Look forward to that. Uh, but before that episode actually comes out, we'll be Samwell 1. Sam 1 Sam's is going to be... Sam's the last first chapter right. point of view. I He's think first we new incorrectly yeah. announced that. And I did. You did. And Sam is going to be showing up, and it's a fucking banger of a chapter itself. So get us your inductees for Sam. Get us your inductees for... Oh, actually, I just received a message from Micah about his inductee for Tyrion. So look at that. He's Ooh. already working on that. Y'all should be, too. I think that uh, we should actually give our socials so that they can t- know how to get those inductees to us. You can email us, withoutmannersbrotherhood at gmail.com. We are on Twitter, at mannerswithout, and at carstark92 is the one Zach frequents. We're on Instagram, at mannerswithout. Facebook.com slash brotherhoodpodcast is where our group is. There's a private Facebook group where you can gain access via the Patreon, patreon.com slash without manners. Uh, leave us a 
reviews. Yeah, that'd be Apple cool. Podcasts. Those ones are important. They help us be seen by more friends. Tell your friends. If you got people that you know that like the books or haven't read them or have read them but didn't understand them and need a hand, you know, point them our direction. Be like, check out these guys. They're all right. If you hate them. <laughs> Whoa. Anyway, I think that about covers it for yeah. this one. Stay tuned and we'll catch you on the next one. Melinda Harris. Peace. Peace.